True love has its benefits, and I plan to reap them. A Magnus Archive Fan Fiction Written by Blackwood Trans John And read by God of Laundry Baskets It is rated Jen, with pairings Melanie King, Jonathan Sims, and Georgie Barker, Melanie King. And get this, Melanie says, legs kicking out and against John's thighs. They said they wanted to sue us for slander out of all the things. Ouch, John says. The Admiral, halfway in his lap, halfway on the couch, bristles and shifts. Careful, he chastised her. You're going to make him leave. Melanie makes a face. You mean you're going to make him leave. You're the one who kicked me, John says, incredulous, voice pitching up towards the end of the sentence. No, Melanie disagrees immediately. I shifted my legs and you moved, and now he's going to leave us. You kicked me. I moved away because you kicked me. If he leaves, it's going to be your fault. Georgie looks up from her knitting and graces them both with an unimpressed look. Melanie, she says, stop kicking him. John, stop fighting. I'm not fighting, John protests as Melanie sputters and goes, I didn't. I don't want to hear it, Georgie says, the tone of absolute resignation in her words. Come here, she says, not bothering to wait for either of them to respond. Her voice goes high and sweet, and when that doesn't convince the Admiral, she makes a string of kissy noises. John makes a wounded noise when the Admiral's ears perk up, body tensing as he thinks about getting up. No... He whines, the vowels stretching and stretching and Melanie shifts, ankle knocking against John's sharp knee as she does. Ouch, she says. Georgie, now he kicked me. No, he didn't, Georgie says. John slides the hand he has on Melanie's hip up her side until he can poke her in the ribs. Melanie yelps and John retreats quickly so that when she kicks out again, she only catches the blanket draped loosely over the both of them, feet getting tangled up in it. The Admiral jumps off the sofa and trots over to Georgie, who picks him up and plops him in her lap. He walks a few contemplative, needy circles around and then curls up, happy and purring. Stop it, Georgie says. Are you ten years old? He is, Melanie says. No, John protests. You started it. Melanie reaches over, spine bending and stretching, and pokes him in the stomach with three fingers. John yelps and grabs her by the wrist, lightning quick. Melanie struggles, a delighted growl coming out of her throat, and even though John starts out strong, he allows her to twist her hand free. I'm going to kick the both of you out of my flat if you start wrestling again, Georgie warns. I mean it. The Admiral's ears pull back, twitch, point forward again. Georgie scritches behind his ear, and he starts purring once again. 
knocks his head against Georgie's hand. No, you won't, Melanie says, crossing her leg over the other one. She settles them back across John's lap, all dainty and gentle and delicate. The soles of her feet press into the cushions. Yeah, John says, and reaches over to pull Melanie towards himself by the shoulders. She slides easily enough, and when her feet plant themselves firmly against the arm of the couch, she bends her leg to make it easier for John to move her. You would never. I've done it before, Georgie says. Melanie shifts further so that she's mostly in John's lap, legs bending to make the position more comfortable. John repositions his arms so that he's got one around her waist, the other around her shoulders. Melanie twists her body so that she can comfortably rub her cheek against John's like a cat and goes, Nah, you love us too much. John laughs silently. Melanie wrestles her arms free so that she can wrap them around John's middle, neck bending awkwardly as she presses against his cheek harder, and then quickly pulls away to kiss his cheek. John blushes under her lips, and Melanie rubs her face against his cheek again. Melanie, Georgie says, voice amused. Are you going to finish your story? Melanie pulls away. Her arms stay around John, and John's arms stay around her. Oh, she says. Yeah, yeah, thanks for interrupting. I wouldn't have interrupted if you hadn't kicked me. Guys, for the last time, John, I didn't kick you. I'm pretty sure I've bruised already. I'm shocked you didn't break both of my femurs. You kicked me like a horse. What are you, made of glass? No. Melanie squeezes him, arms just underneath his rib cage. Gently, gently, she remembers his ribs. And John deflates around the words in his mouth, and the you kicked hard comes out as a muffled exhale. Enough, Georgie decides, and Melanie lets go immediately, body moving backwards to give John space. John leans forward against her looking for the contact she took away abruptly, and Melanie leans towards him again, until their chests press together again. Melanie leans her face until it's close to John's again, and then, with genuine care in her voice, asks, Are you okay? John twists his head as much as he can, nose brushing Melanie's. He can feel his eyes cross a little bit. Yeah. He says, Yeah, sorry, I'm all right. Are you? Sean, she says, amused. You didn't do anything. Right, he says. Yeah, all right. Amusement bleeds into his voice, and Melanie brings one hand to his face, fingers tracing up his jaw towards his ear. Yeah, it's all good. He says slowly, voice coming out breathy and distant, as Melanie traces a fingertip up the shell of his ear, around the shape of it, slow and gentle. Melanie smiles, and she leans forward until their nose is brush, and then she angles her head so she can kiss him properly. John's hand moves to her jaw, the other one still around her waist, and kisses her back, quick and eager, and unhesitating. 
In the armchair across from them, Georgie makes a sound of gentle amusement, and before the moment drags on for too long, Melanie pulls away, presses a kiss on John's nose, and then bites it gently with her front teeth. It's worth the wounded betrayal in John's voice when he goes, Melanie, whiny and high, is worth Georgie echoing her name, disapproving and amused. Sorry, she says, not sorry at all. I couldn't resist. The end. Thank you for listening.